Hey, y'all out there. This is Bo Billingsley, the voice of Jet Black and the Fourth Raikage. You're listening to The Night Nerd. Stay tuned because all kinds of good things will be happening. Welcome to the Night Nerd Podcast. I'm your host, Lance. It's Thursday, so we're going to talk some history. All week, we've been talking history. We've been talking our fake history because we've had Sebastian Major from Our Fake History on the show. It's been a lot of fun, and today is no different. We get pretty heavy and pretty philosophical in today's show, so listen. Let me know what you think about it. Also, make sure to check out Our Fake History out there wherever finer podcasts are listened to. But in the meantime, enjoy. All right, it's Thursday, and so we're going to talk some history, and we're super excited to have the expert on fake history, Sebastian Major, on the show. Sebastian, how are you doing today, sir? I'm great. Good to be here. Um, So you're from Our Fake History. Tell us a little bit about that show, if people haven't been listening all week. Uh, Our Fake History is a podcast about historical myths. So I look at stories that people believe really happened and often will uh, uh, tell when they're trying to drop a little historical nugget into a conversation. But they might just be pure legends or misconceptions that somehow got uh, wrapped up in the historical record as the years went on. And so on my show, I tell the stories and then I try and figure out what's fact, what's fiction, and what's such a good story, it simply must be told. That's that's my tagline at the top of the show. So there you go. And they're, they're, they're all great stories. And I mentioned it earlier in the week. One thing I really enjoy about your show is you're not, you don't limit yourself to a certain time. You know, you're from ancient history all the way up to the 1900s, you know, you're all over the place, which is really neat. But that's something I want to kind of talk about today is, I don't want to say the death of the myth, but there's definitely more myths from the farther back in history you go. And I think even going back to the 1800s, when you started having newspapers, you saw a decline in myths, you know, you still had some. You've talked about the Barnum and uh, P.T. Barnum, blanked on his name. I was like the circus guy, but you know, so there were still myths and stories then. And then as we've prog- progressed with television and now the internet, it's been a weird dynamic of what myths have faded out. Uh, before we started recording, I was talking about. I remember, and I was. And still am a big subscriber, even though I make fun of the TV people that make a living off of it. Like UFOs. There used to be UFO stuff. I remember on Fox, they on Friday nights after X-Files or whenever it was, they'd have real UFO footage caught on tape. You know, they do specials of that and everything. And now, you know, we have YouTube, which is videos of literally everything. But you, you've seen a decline in that. Uh, Bigfoot, Nessie. Things like that, we've seen a decline. Even, I, I probably the only thing that we've seen an uptick on is supernatural things, which that's, I, I don't consider that myths. I mean, there's legends there, but again, that's one of those, you can't prove a curse, so can you prove a, a haunting? <laughs> and yeah. do you think that the 
information that's available, is that why we've seen the decline in that? Or do you think people just aren't interested in things like that? Or maybe people aren't as interesting, so there's no <laughs> stories about them. Oh, I still think people are plenty interesting. Uh, well, I, I know what you're talking about. And uh, yes, I think that is a phenomenon. But I think what we also have seen is uh, the rise in popularity of uh, conspiracy theories and, uh, and conspiracy media, YouTube, podcasts. Uh, there's more of that than ever. And more of those... Uh, what used to be very fringe ideas have sort of infiltrated the mainstream. And that's not just in the United States. That's in the all, everywhere in the world, I, I believe, you, you're seeing this. Um, and so – and that stuff isn't as fun as sort of the kind of classic mythology stuff because there's something about you know the classic legends and classic mythology that is deeply about storytelling and and entertainment to an extent um and a lot of the sort of modern conspiracy stuff um has sort of a, a soundbite quality to it uh and and is so quickly uh, picked up and spun into uh political propaganda uh that there's there's not the same kind of joy in exploring it as there is in exploring sort of you know uh, weird tales from the past, which is the stuff that I really love. So in a weird way, we're kind of at this spot right now where people are more skeptical than ever. And I think that might be contributing to what you described, the decline in mythology, perhaps. But that same skepticism has made people so, so deeply skeptical of of things from uh, – "Quote unquote mainstream sources that they now don't believe in what was once commonly accepted as the truth. So where does that leave us? Well, I think it leaves people open to suggestion, and they're very quick to believe stories that kind of conform to their pre-existing political ideas or religious ideas or uh, whatever their sort of default setting may have been." Uh, and and they don't think critically about that stuff, and yet they are so critical of everything else that's out there. So it's hard to get a good urban myth going when it's sort of apolitical, if you know what I mean. Right. If it's just like the old crocodiles and the sewer stuff, uh, people are going to be deeply skeptical of that, you know, at, at right away. Uh, and yet, you know, you hear something scandalous about your least favorite politician, whoever they may be, you know, no judgment on whoever's listening out there, whoever your least favorite politician is, if you heard something absolutely horrible about them, you might go, you know, I bet that one's true. <laughs> and I think that's what we're seeing. And, 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 I, and it's so easy to sort of default to thinking about American politics. And even in Canada, we're thinking about American politics all the time. Uh, but it's I've seen it happen in my own country. Um, I've seen it. You can see it in European politics right now. Um, you can see it all over the world. So even though there is a decline, I think, in the the kind of fun mythology, the good storytelling mythology, there is an uptick in the dark propaganda conspiracy theory 
type stuff. Yeah. I didn't mean to get dark on you. <laughs> no, no, we got heavy, Marty. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, though, thinking about it, I'm sitting here thinking, you know, I remember back in the 90s when you really kind of saw, now that you mentioned that, I, I'm thinking of that progression from the happy myths, as it were, to kind of urban legends to what, because you know, what comes to mind is, I remember all the myths about gangs. Now, I'm, I'm not pro-gang or anything like that, but you know, I remember, oh, if somebody flashes their lights at you, it's a gang initiation. They're going to run you off the road and kill you and all of those. And it's like, well, is that true? And that's a real dark thing. And I think that's kind of that bridge. I mean, in my mind, that was that bridge to where we are now of, oh, well, if it's something I don't like, like, obviously... Where I grew up, you know, we we don't have it's middle of nowhere, Texas. We don't have a gang problem. We we don't have. I mean, there are gangs, but especially back then, I was like, uh. But it's something yeah. you you either a are unfamiliar with, and it, it's that bridge between stuff you don't know about, you're unfamiliar with, to stuff that you're not a fan of or you don't like. Yeah. And now I like you said, we've kind of come to the other side of that. Of well, I like this person, so they can't do any wrong. But this yeah. person that I don't like, oh, do you see they they ate this type of food? Well, that food is, that kills babies if you eat that type sure. of food, you know. <laughs> and it's kind of yeah. done a 180 from the, the fun myths, you know. Even yeah. like ones you talk about that maybe kind of dark and stuff, it's still kind of fun, you know, to think about, oh, well, maybe sure. that these Greece, these Grecian people did sacrifice kids into this giant maze or, or whatever but it's still the the story's big enough and fun enough that you're like okay but now it's it's all about oh well no it's the conspiracy theories and the darkness and stuff and i think i'm an upbeat person i try to be pretty optimistic and i like to have fun so when i see stuff like that it kind of makes me sad you know i, I yeah. miss the fun myths and i think that's why i got hooked on your show is because it's like oh yeah let's talk about this half beast man thing that did sure. that paraded around the country or whatever yeah and i i hope that my show is both about like let's have fun with these stories let's sort of celebrate these stories but also let's learn how to think critically and let's learn how to uh be able to sniff out the truth if there is truth to find um and and i i try to kind of balance both of those things in my show and one thing I never want people to feel uh, when they listen to my show is that they were somehow stupid for believing in one of these stories before I debunk it. Because here's the thing, I believed in a lot of these stories before I started looking into them. And I'm someone that did my master's in in history, in a, in a strain of history called public history. And it, it, so it doesn't make you stupid or gullible or... Uh, or somehow, you know, uneducated, it means you're human. It means you love a good story. And I, I want to celebrate both that, that stories are great. And let's not just like shove these things down the memory hole. Let's like tell the tale because I don't want the story actually to go away. But I want people to have the fake history and then know it's fake. You know, if they can have those things together, then I feel like uh, – my podcast is is succeeding in its mission, so that's what I try and keep in mind when I create my show. Well, yeah, even in your tagline, you know, stories that are just too good, and you you know you have to tell them, and 
And I think yeah. that's neat. But one of the things we kind of talked a little bit about is modern figures. Um, I hate to say legends because I don't like sure. them, but your, your public figures, whether it be politicians mm-hmm. or Kardashians or whatever, that sure. this gossip is kind of become a mythology, like a modern, yeah. in our 24-hour news cycle, it, it may be like, oh, what we consider, it, I really hope hundreds of years from now, people don't look back and have a podcast of, did the Kardashians fake tan? Or, you know, that's what people, you know, when they read our news articles from now. And I, I feel like there is, I guess where I'm going with this is there's stuff that people are making out to be big myths and big legends and front page news that really shouldn't. Let's go back to, hey, I saw Bigfoot the other day or, or whatever, you know. I don't care what <laughs> they're wearing or whatever. Bigfoot hunt. Yes, it's out there. I don't. I don't know. But uh, so, you know, not to turn it into a celebrity worship conversation because that's a whole nother conversation. But they really, you know, they are our our Hercules or our uh, uh, Diana of Troy or whoever. And so, obviously, our stories are going to focus on them. Do you think that that's? I guess. Do you think that people in those times were like, "Hey, that's that's just this dude who lives in the castle." And they didn't think too much of it the same way we view that? Or do you think it's a... Where, where do you weigh in on that? Um, so, you know, celebrities as sort of modern mythological figures, for lack of a better yeah. term. Uh, yeah, you know, I think what I think will happen, and I hope I'm right, and I could be wrong... But is that like, you know, a lot of the daily gossip stuff will just be forgotten. It will just like slide into the vacuum of history. Because like, I mean, honestly, if if I was to ask even someone that's really, really keeping up with the Kardashians, what the big news with the Kardashians was two years ago, what was happening with the Kardashians in 2017? Could they tell me? Could they remember? Right. Even someone that really, really cares about it. I don't think they could. And I mean, hey, prove me wrong, Kardashians fans. You know, I'm sure you'll 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 hit me up with all the stuff. But I, I get the feeling that part of that type of engagement with those types of figures is that you just want the new. And it's almost an addiction to the newest little bit of something um, and and then once it's once it's in the past, it's completely gone. Um, I think the figures that we are going to look back on and, and are going to sort of mythologize are kind of the the people that have proven to have a larger larger staying power in our culture and have you know created things that are that are sort of deep. So I mean, you know, no offense to the the sisters Kardashian. But, you know, I do think that in 30 years we will look back and people will probably be still talking about Kanye West. And I think they will try and be figuring – try to figure out, you know, what his art meant to our society at this time and how his weird personality shifted and changed and and how we sort of reacted to it. And I'm saying that we'll care about him more than the Kardashians not because – you know, he's he's a man in their women, but I think that he has been someone that's at least made things, yeah. right? He's created stuff 
that we can have opinions about. I mean, I don't even know how you have an opinion about uh, just a typical sort of tabloid person or one of the real housewives or uh, anyone on a reality TV show. I, I neither like them nor dislike them. They're kind of just I, – I, I immediately forget about them. <laughs> Uh, and I feel like even people that care about them immediately forget about them. And so I think there are going to be figures, big politicians, powerful people that we will want to know more about, especially those that are kind of mysterious. You know who comes to mind is someone like Vladimir Putin. I feel like it's going to take us decades to ever really get a good read on what that guy was was all about. Um, and. And so that's something that I think already there's a, a bit of a myth around him, some of which has been his own creation, right? He, he's someone that surrounds himself with sort of a, a heavy layer of propaganda. And uh, he's someone that I think we will look back on and go, what was that guy all about? Whereas I, I really don't think that our, our kind of tabloid fodder is, is, going, to, is going to really stick. Um, and maybe that maybe that makes me sound like horribly elitist and pretentious, uh, and maybe I am. I don't know. But <laughs> hey, you asked. You asked yeah. my opinion on it. So uh, I, I back that a hundred percent. I hope you're right. You know, I hope <laughs> hundred and fifty years from now, people are like, you know, Elon Musk was the P.T. Barnum of the twenty first century, or you yeah. know, stuff like that. Um, and however, however it plays out, you know, we'll we won't be around to see it, but it'll be interesting it's just the that dynamic you know it, it's just it makes me wonder how people viewed what we consider legends you know because there's a lot of people sure. you look at uh, picasso nobody cared about picasso when he was around but now we're like oh well this and this and this and so i, I guess time is a is a fickle mistress as they say and it, it'll yeah, be interesting and- what falls through yeah, and people that we, we tend to kind of paint with the brush of genius, I mean, that's always fascinating to me. It's like who we consider are geniuses. And and often, you know, in their own time, geniuses are not always recognized. And sometimes they are, right? And sometimes it's later in life. Um, but we also live in a funny time where a lot of our geniuses are proudly going like, I am a genius, look at me. Like, I mean, that's the Kanye thing, right? And even Elon Musk has that a little bit, right? Where he's like pretty convinced that he's like the most, the smartest guy in the room and uh, the Bezos of the world. And like a lot of the, the Silicon Valley guys like to sort of tout their forward thinking greatness. And so I think that also makes us skeptical of them in the moment. Or at least it makes me skeptical of them in the moment. Um, but who knows? Maybe in in time we will come to agree that those guys were geniuses. Or in time we will go, many of them were frauds. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the fun of history is we get to look back and make those judgments a lot more clearly. Yeah, it is, it is nice to not have that involvement, I guess. You know, you can have a truly unbiased opinion. You know, I wasn't at the Trojan War. I don't care who wins, who loses, so I can look at it and m- maybe be a little more uh, skeptical in a good way, in a positive sure, way. Yeah. If there's if there's such a thing, I don't know. We're going to coin the term positive skepticism right now, uh, and we're going to use it. But it's it's something that history does allow, and that yeah, I don't know. Time time will tell. 
Uh, let us know who you think will survive the fire of time. Speaking of Star Trek, <laughs> it's my favorite line from Generations is when he's like, you know, time is a fire in which we all burn. I was like, oh, that's a good line. Um, cool. Let us know who, who you think would survive the fire of time, who your grandkids or great-grandkids are going to be talking about and putting on T-shirts that make no sense because we do that too. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to put a revolutionary on my shirt that I got at this multi-billion dollar company. But that's yeah. oh uh, l- let us know in the comments below or hit me up on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, anywhere. Just look for The Night Nerd. Shoot me an email, nightnerd at thenightnerd.com. Uh, Sebastian, if they want to find you out there, where's the best places to look or listen? Well, first and foremost, you can find the podcast on any app where you get podcasts. Uh, but if you're just cruising around the internet, go to ourfakehistory.com and look at my whole archive there and all the cool art that's up on that site. Uh, or hit me up on Twitter at Our Fake History, or go to the Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash ourfakehistory. Nice. And uh, you won't be disappointed. If you even have an inkling of love for history, you're going to love the podcast. And join us tomorrow when we actually dive into Sebastian's history and the history of his show and learn about his true history. And we'll see you then.